It's Money Talking from WNYC. I'm Charlie Herman. In less than 10 years, WeWork has gone from a company that offers shared office space for startups and hipsters who like beer on tap to a multi-billion dollar global company that provides offices to the likes of GE, NASDAQ, and IBM. With several hundred locations around the world, WeWork has ambitions to be a lot more and in ways that are perhaps unexpected. Even if you don't sit at a desk in a WeWork office, how the company goes about gathering data and tracking how people work in the office could make its way to your place of work. With me are two reporters who follow the company very closely, Ellen Hewitt at Bloomberg and Katrina Brooker, a senior contributing writer to Fast Company. And Ellen, for those people who may recognize the name but don't really know the company, describe how WeWork works. WeWork works by renting office space from landlords and then re-renting parcels, usually smaller parcels of it, out to customers. And in the middle, there's sort of a real estate office middleman, and they design the offices, and they provide the coffee and the beer and the happy hours and the printers and, and the tech that you use to check in and all the things that you would need to kind of run an office. And in New York, how big of a presence are they? They're huge. They're actually the biggest private office tenant in Manhattan and also, I believe, in London and Washington, D.C. And how did the company get so big so quickly? They have raised a ton of money, and it is kind of a capital-intensive business. Obviously, taking on these leases with traditional landlords usually means signing somewhere around 10 to 15-year leases. This is prime real estate in big cities, although they are also kind of in second-tier cities. They have a bunch of funding, most of it from SoftBank, the Japanese conglomerate, and that is the major reason that they've been able to expand so quickly. When they have raised billions of dollars from outside sources, then they can use it to expand really quickly, pick up leases in cities all over the world. We ask this practically nowadays for every tech company, but is it profitable? It is not. They do like to show ways that maybe if you remove this in this expense, then you can see how they are making money. But to me, that's really not the same thing. Katrina Brooker, WeWorks wants to be more than a co-working space. How do you describe the vision that the CEO has for its future? So what's perfect about this conversation now is that WeWork is no longer WeWork. It's the We Company. That news came out a couple of weeks ago. And I think a lot of people are now starting to try to understand better this vision that Adam Newman, the CEO of WeWork, has. I did an interview with Adam a few weeks ago where he announced this new name for the company and what it would mean. And he really wants to get away from just being a real estate company. And there's a business reason for that because the company was last valued at $47 billion. And in order to get there, he can't just be renting office desks. So (laughs) there's this grand plan. um, And I think people like Ellen and I are watching it with kind of bated breath to see if he can pull it off or it just collapses completely onto itself. And, And what is that plan? What are those other things he wants to be? The plan is to create this, what they call a spatial platform, or they've also called it a physical social network that kind of touches every part of your life. So there's a plan for we grow, which is education, we live, which is residential properties. There's plans to enter the fitness market. So the idea is that if the we company can touch every part of your life, its value will increase exponentially. One of the things that we work, the office rental space does, at least in one site, is they're testing sensors and algorithms and really trying to understand how we actually work. Yeah, this is really fascinating. So I spent some time at their headquarters and they showed me this new project that's underway to 
use technology to better understand physical space and this whole idea of how do you connect the physical world with the digital one. And so um, it's a little unnerving when you when you walk in, you don't realize it, but there's sensors under desks, uh, under chairs, and they can monitor how people use physical space with a lot of detail. So they would know that you and I are sitting on these chairs at this table, and they would be able to kind of analyze whether or not the room is being used efficiently or not, how many people come in and out during the course of a day. What kind of concerns should we have with this new model that WeWork is testing out when it comes to the workplace? I think that now that we've woken up to this new world where we understand how technology comes with amazing ways to connect us and help us. There's also privacy issues. I think Facebook has sort of demonstrated ways that, you know, we've given up a lot for the convenience of being able to use technology freely, openly. As WeWork is building this, the rest of us are going to want to ask questions around what are we giving up as if they are indeed able to monitor us as we move through work or through our homes, how do we feel about that? Ellen, Katrina raised this question that WeWork wants to see itself as a tech company, not as a uh, real estate company. Do you have a perspective on that? I do. I think this is something that they've been pushing for a very long time. And as Katrina rightly noted, it's important to them because they are going to be able to get a different sort of valuation in the eventual public market. You know, the company does plan to go public. And beyond that, I I think they also do believe that what they're offering is something broader than just real estate. What is the vision of WeWork? I think the vision of WeWork is an eventual we world, right? Somewhere where every place that we spend our day in, so that's where we live, where we work, where we maybe even hang out and socialize, where we go to school, is built on this idea that doing things more efficiently and doing them together and doing them probably in a piece of real estate owned by we company or rented by we company is a better world and that we are all sort of living in it. The network of physical space is kind of the way to think about what that vision is, which is how can we get the we ethos, which is basically efficiency and doing things together and doing them with like communal goals. How can we get the we ethos into every physical space that you occupy during the part of your day. And I think WeWork would say that the real value of their company is that, you know, there is this sort of loneliness of the digital world and they are trying to kind of find a way to bring people back together. And it's, you know, what Ellen was saying about this idea of community. That's where they see their real value. If you can live in a we live building and a we work office and you get to know the people around you, then Community we're happier, comes back. where community comes back. You have more friends, you have more connections with people, you, you know, you live a happier life. Katrina Brooker is a senior contributing writer to Fast Company, and Ellen Hewitt is a reporter at Bloomberg. Thank you both for joining. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm Charlie Herman. This is Money Talking from WNYC. 